Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! We're both starting it off with a big old yawn. So you know that's going to be a heck of a freestyle Friday. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome in. Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Maybe we should just chug our Florence coffee right off the bat. You know, sometimes you get those weeks where, you know, it uh, takes a little while to get to the end. And uh, then you're feeling like you, you need to put your feet up and relax. But... We know we're here. We're here for you to entertain you. And I promise we don't have any low energy. That's not allowed around here. Just I'm just mentioning it only because if you're watching on TV, you saw both of the big bears just yawn right on your screen. So we're good to go. Ton to get to. Fun time of year. Tournament time around the smaller levels of high school basketball. Yes, sir. Getting down to tournament time when it comes to the AA level. Uh, next week will be the divisional tournament for AA, then the state tournament in Missoula uh, the following week after that. We got some good news on that today as well from the uh, Montana High School Association. Sounds like we will be able to broadcast the semifinals and the finals of the both girls and boys Class AA State Tournament. So that'll be fun. It's here in Missoula, so I don't know why they wouldn't want us to do that. You know, we want it to be on the radio here in Missoula, so... I need uh, my calendar, man. I gotta, you, gotta, you gotta get planned up. No doubt. March 7th through the 9th Let's is when the AA Tournament will be. So we'll be uh, doing this show live Thursday, uh, the 7th, from down there at Dahlberg Arena. And then Friday... We'll have a special broadcast where we have a little pre-semifinal type of deal into then, instead of, in lieu of this show, boom, a couple broadcasts for you, live broadcasts of the high school events, and then we'll have the championships on Saturday as well. So a ton of fun stuff coming up. March is going to be a heck of a month. Now, we got we got the AA tournament here in Missoula. Then we're going to, right after the, the finals, we're going to beat feet to Boise, so we'll be in Boise stem to stern for the Big Sky Tournament. And then we'll be on the road for the NCAA tournament as well. Last year, we had to St. Andrew across the country to Greensboro, North Carolina. I know it was a fun trip for him. That's not that convenient, especially when you're planning the trip three days beforehand. It's not cheap. But this year, NCAA tournament sites on the men's side in both Spokane and Salt Lake. So optimistic that we'd have a little uh, bit of a driving trip. And on the women's side... Uh, a lot of really good teams out west. So if you're familiar with the women's tournament, the first and second rounds are hosted at host sites. It's really good for the big sky if there's really good teams at the top level. And right now, Oregon State and Corvallis, uh, Gonzaga, we have multiple teams out west that are very, very good. So I'm, I'm expecting, I think, for the NCAA tournament that we'll be uh, closer to home. So uh, we'll get to all the uh, high school stuff that we possibly can today. Got a double-A spotlight. Usually we do these on Thursdays, but we're going to do it today because there was a whole bunch of games last night. So we get you caught up 
uh, from all the action. couple big pieces of news. Two Missoula teams were without a conference loss until this week, but the Hellgate boys and the Big Sky girls each stubbed their toe. But we'll discuss that because I actually think could be a silver lining. You, you stub your toe before the state tournament. That's a lot better than in the state tournament. So mm-hmm. uh, certainly that'll be fun. One of the great stories going on, I touched on this yesterday, but I, I had to just get her on the phone. This is an awesome story. Shelby Schwain was an outstanding athlete at Missoula Sentinel, multiple sports. She could have absolutely gone Division One in track and field, but she instead decided to go play for her mom, Shannon Schwain, for the Lady Grizz. She didn't ever play for the Lady Grizz because she had such bad knee injuries, and I felt so terrible for her. She blew her knee out her sophomore year of high school. Then she blew that same one again in college, and then she blew it again, and then you're thinking, okay, well, this young lady is just not going to play college sports. Just, it, the, the, the luck is not in her favor. Well, here she is now, six years later, and she has reemerged as a track star at Montana State, and yesterday she won the Big Sky Conference Indoor Championship in the pentathlon. What a cool story. She joined me earlier today, so we'll play that interview for you here uh, about 4.30. And uh, then hour number two, we're going to get wild with it. We're going to go straight up blindside. Anything's on the table. NBA, NFL, NHL, wide world of sports, history, all that sort of stuff. We'll also talk some college football. I got some questions for uh, Rajin when it comes to uh, the coordinators. A lot of coordinator movement in the state of Montana. Got new offensive and defensive coordinators at Montana State. What's that mean on the offensive side with Tommy Malak coming back for his senior year? He's only ever had one coordinator. How do you do it with the new one? Then on the Montana side of things, they had the best, one of the best defenses in the country last year. Ronnie Bradford parlayed that success into, boom, a gig with the Miami Dolphins. So that's pretty good. Uh, pretty good uh, endorsement for the Montana football program. But also, it's interesting because they run a little bit of a unique scheme there at Montana. So how do you go about hiring Ronnie Bradford's replacement. Do you do you hire based on the scheme? Do you hire based on pedigree and then teach the the coach the scheme? How do you go about doing it? Uh, so we'll discuss all that stuff in hour number two uh, as well. What's up, my brother? How you living? Pretty and purple today. Oh, you know, gotta gotta bring the purple rain, baby. So you were running miles and miles today. Yeah, I had the uh, uh, Ahmad Arbery run that was hosted and facilitated uh, by three different entities. It was hosted at Vertex, but it's put on by Go Run Wild Missoula, and my organization, Empower Montana, is the beneficiary of it. Nice. And, uh, great turnout. The weather uh, was so agreeable, and um, I'm realizing that I'm I'm. A Officially old because <laughs> running on concrete and asphalt doesn't feel good. I don't just, think that makes you old. That does not make you old. That just makes me brittle. <laughs> Maybe not old, but no, definitely brittle. No, I think the people that don't think this is uncomfortable and, and hard running on concrete, you have, let's just say you got some fortitude. I think you also probably got a screw loose. Literally, like I need to, uh, in both feet, like I have, I need surgery in both feet, got some pins and screws that need to be replaced, but no, it was a great, a great benefit, raised some money, raised some awareness, uh, was great answering questions of, of people who don't, didn't understand why this was even happening, and then, you know, just to reveal, you know, sadly the truths behind why things like this were happening around the country today, um, but it was great to raise the money and the awareness and, and some community spirit, so, uh, but other than that, man, I'm great, it's Friday. It's payday. Two weeks after my birthday, every day that ends in Y is great. I just need holiday, and then I'll be all right. <laughs> We're going to make it a coffee day as well. Hey. I don't even know if I introduced, of course, Rajim Seabrook, mostly what on uh, Fridays with us, but uh, rolling again here uh, on this Friday. So appreciate everybody for uh, tuning in. I know you said you planned on going to the, the Sentinel game last night. Did you end up going? No. Well, see, I you, you know, thought I it was up in Flathead, but it was actually here, right? They were up in Flathead a couple nights ago, right? Well, the other the other part of that was that we had a cancellation game due to lack of refs. So if you're listening, adults, Man. please be refs. Like, like, become an official. Like, I don't care if it's tracks, football, basketball. Like, the kids need us. They do. The kids need us. Bill Foley had a great call on this. Bill Foley, formerly of the Montana Standard. Now he's, he runs the Butte Podcast. Uh, it's a cool store, uh, cool podcast series. Just highlighting Butte. He's an old radio guy as well. He still has, he's always repurposed this column he's written for years and years, ever since I was a kid, called Tapper Light. And uh, it's just stories about high school, college, what this stuff that's going on in the community. Well, his column this last week was all about a, a variety of these officials mm-hmm. that are basically playing through, in some cases, minor and in some cases, major injuries just to be able to fill the spots. It's true, man. People keep asking me, Coulter, why have there been so many games on Mondays and and Wednesdays? And and usually high school basketball is Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. That's it. 
And sometimes then you have the, some of the smaller schools on Fridays. True. But now you got Wednesday games spliced in there. We've had a ton of Monday games. Why is that? It's because they don't have enough officials. So we got to figure out this problem. Well, for the first time in my life, man, last year, let's switch it over to football. Yeah. There was football in this city seven days a week. For sure. Because there aren't the, enough officials. And the younger, like the younger, like JV and freshmen, they had to play on Tuesdays. And Tuesday, stuff. Mondays. Yeah. There were a couple of Monday games. But anyway, we digress as we usually do on Freestyle Friday. Um, and I forgot where we were. Oh, I was coaching. Oh, yeah, I had, yeah, had, coach. had a, a makeup yeah, yeah, yeah. game uh, for my for my middle school girls basketball game against Valley Christian. Oh, there you go. So that quashed any ability to go watch high school basketball and watch you know some of the girls I used to coach that were in middle school uh, play because I was you know too busy uh, coaching my own team yeah, last yeah. night to victory. So. Yeah, that's 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 what happened last night. I couldn't watch basketball because I had to coach it. No, that's good. I'm glad you're yes. still doing it. I love you. I know you love the coaching, and we're happy to have you coaching in the community because it certainly makes a difference. Yes, uh, Nuwana's now ESPN Radio. You always can stream it 1029ESPN.com or on the ESPN MT app. You want to be a part of the show? 406-888-1029. That's triple eight one zero two nine. If you want to drink some Florence coffee with us. Floco Friday, like we do every Friday. It's a Friday night. You can stay up late no matter where you're at. Yes, sir. Around Missoula or around Western Montana, there is a Florence Coffee Company hut near you. Floco has locations all over the state. But if you want an opportunity to drink some free Floco, 406-888-1029. Text us right now. We got gift cards for you. 406-888-1029. There's also two huts here in the Garden City that are open late now, South Reserve and Brook Street. They're now open until 8 p.m. So between 4 and 8, Monday through Friday, you get to buy one, get one free at either shop. Florence Coffee on Brooks or the new location on South Reserve. Stop in today or go to FlorenceCoffeeCo.com. They're also happy to present our Class AA Spotlight. Before we get to high school hoops, here's your college scoreboard from last night. Excuse me. Uh, on the women's side of the Big Sky Conference, Northern Colorado, no trouble with Idaho, 57-38. Eastern Washington, they ripped Northern Arizona. They battled for first place. These two teams were tied atop the standings entering last night. No contest. Eastern Washington, 67-42 over NAU. NAU shot 21%, including 17% from uh, the three-point line. Sophie Glancy, who's back-to-back Big Sky Player of the Week, she had 30-30 and when they came through Montana against Montana and Montana State, respectively. She had three points. That's a career low. low. She is absolutely an all-big sky caliber performer, but she did not make a shot. 0 of 9 from the floor last night for Sophie Glancy. That's a statement win by Eastern Washington. They take mm-hmm. over sole possession of first place in the big sky standings. 67-42 over uh, Northern Arizona. Portland State, out of nowhere, they drill Montana State. I shouldn't say drill. They beat Montana State. They outlast Montana State 60-55. to Esmeralda Morales, a cold-blooded three-pointer in the waning seconds to uh, determine that, that that last three. They were up two when she hit it, so uh, that gives Portland State a five-point win. They're just 2-15 and 15 in league, but that's a, it's a good win by Portland State. Bad loss on Montana State's part. The Lady Grizz, oh my goodness, if you watch the last minute of this game, they had no excuse winning it until all of a sudden they just took it. They just took the win. They forced a turnover, and then Sac State dribbled the ball off their foot, and then all of a sudden, Carmen G. Filler hits a game-winning three, then the, or game-tying three. Then uh, Sac State turns the ball over again, and Montana gets a backdoor alley-oop at the buzzer. MJ Bruno gets fouled. She misses it, misses the first free throw, makes the second one. There's only a t- like seven-tenths of a second left, and uh, Lady Grizz get out, escape. Sac State, 58-57. That's one of those ones where it's like, all right, if you lose that, it's a terrible loss. You win it. All right, burn the film. We're never watching this again. We got the win on the road. We're out. <laughs> oh, it, it was such a weird, like... So weird. You know when they they, they call a play, like, a, it's a bang-bang kind of a play? But this was like a bang-boom bust. For sure. And it was just, it was like, when I watched it, it was it was like, I, I thought someone was, like, editing, like, the film and, like, messing around because it's like... The, that's not how a game at that level should be ending. No, for sure. And it was just it was it was cartoonish, if 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 you will. I, I did not. I my uh, my little man uh, was crying bad, but I was I had to watch the end of the game, so I'm watching it while he's crying. He needs to go to bed. But then I had to. I didn't get a chance to see Aaron Kalhas post game, but I'm sure Sac State's coach was. This game was in Sacramento, so that's why he would have been the one on the ESPN Plus post game, even though Sac State lost. I'm sure he was. Not happy with the way that his team closed out the game because multiple turnovers, 
their, their best player, Bethany Burstage, she fouled out. She got called for three straight blocks in the last minute. I thought one was certainly a block. The other two were 50-50 calls, but she fouls out because of it. And, uh, a little shaky. And uh, to have Montana on the ropes like Sac State did and then let it slip away, man, probably not happy. But Sac State certainly uh, much improved uh, compared to where they were at the midpoint of the season, even mm-hmm. last month. On the men's side, Northern Colorado's men, uh, no trouble with Idaho 76-62. Northern Arizona's men, I called this yesterday. I said... Eastern Washington's in first place. I said the one team that's given Eastern Washington fits the last couple years is NAU. What happened in Flagstaff? 14-0 run to end the game for Northern Arizona. They beat Eastern 78-71. Montana State, they outlast Portland State 72-67. And then here in Missoula, the Grizz beat Sac State 68-61. So now uh, a little bit less breathing room for Eastern in the Big Sky uh, men's standing. So uh, big Saturday slate of games. We'll talk about that uh, a little bit later on. But time now to dive into our Class AA Spotlight. Our Class AA Spotlight presented in part by our great friends at the Jewelry Design Center. I was down there at the Jewelry Design Center earlier today. This place is so awesome. So if you don't understand the concept, the Jewelry Design Center is a jewelry store that sells jewelry from all sorts of world-class importers, distributors, all sorts of reputable world-class, world-renowned brands. Also, though, they can design jewelry. What they do is in the name. So they have a whole wholesale uh, jewelry section where you can say, okay, I like that ring, I like that ring, I like that ring. Okay, let's figure out a way to combine those concepts together and make me my own unique original ring. I got my wife's ring made there. She loves it. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i the hit of uh, every time she's showing it to her friends or family. I got brownie points forever. They're doing a uh, cool custom job for me. I'm getting myself a little wedding ring. My father, he worked in the underground mines across Colorado and Nevada for more than a decade. And I have a little bit of gold that he mined. So they're making a gold-banded gold band for me. And uh, that's going to be pretty cool. the, The attention to detail, the care, the artisanship, the craftsmanship... It's an incredible place. Like, it's truly worth just going there and, and checking it all out. So go check out the new Jewelry Design Center here in Missoula. It's located at 2501 Brook Street across from the Montana Club Jewelry Design Center, your jewelers for life. Let's take a look at um, Class AA scoreboard from the last several days. We've had Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday games. So quickly, we'll get you all caught up before we give you any conversation about any of this. Tuesday, Bozeman beats Billing Senior 56-46. Kellen Harrison who's well on his way to first-team All-State honors once again. Uh, he has 15 points to lead the Hawks. Helena High, who I think is going to be a dangerous team come tournament time, they ride 17 points from Tevin Wetzel to beat Missoula Big Sky 47-39. Missoula Sentinel gets a nice win over Kalispell Flathead up in the Flathead, uh, 59-58. It was a nail-biter for sure. Uh, went to overtime, but uh, they were able to, to win the, the extra period. Grady Walker, who's bound for the Grizzlies, uh, in football, he scored 19 points to lead the way for the Spartans. So that's Sentinel's uh, been a little up and down this year in hoops, but that's one you got to have, especially against a flathead team that's really struggled. Glacier, this was the upset of the night on Tuesday. Glacier drills Missoula Hellgate. Missoula Hellgate did not play well. Glacier played outstanding, 63 to 40. That snapped a 14 game winning streak for the Hellgate Knights. So we'll come back to that here uh, in just a little bit. But great win by Glacier to move to 7-6 and six in Western AA play. Tuesday scores on the girls' side. It was like upset Tuesday, right? Hellgate loses on Dude. the boys' side. And then uh, on the girls' side, Missoula Big Sky got a win over Helena High. But that's foreshadowing for what comes next. Uh, 49-44 for the Eagles over Helena High. Uh, Cadence Couture, unstoppable. 25 points for the Eagles. Bozeman beats Belgrade. Bozeman having a big time down year in girls basketball. Bozeman Gallatin's very awful. Good. Bozeman High is not like, good. just awful. Yeah, and uh, but Belgrade's really struggling. So Bozeman beats Belgrade forty three thirty seven. That's their second win for the Hawks. <clears throat> Zero wins for the Panthers. So that's uh, definitely uphill sledding. Kalispell Flathead Kennedy Moore goes crazy. She hits six threes, twenty eight points to lead Flathead to a fifty six forty seven win over Sentinel. And uh, then Missoula Hellgate Chloe Larson triple double with steals. How about this? Twenty three points. 15 rebounds and 10 steals for the Knights as they beat Kalispell Glacier 48-36. Then uh, Thursday, here's where the upset comes in. On the girls' side, Helena Capital 
beats Missoula Big Sky 52-51 in overtime. That snaps a 16, or excuse me, 15-game winning streak for Big Sky. They, had, they were 13-0 in Western AA play entering that one, but a huge win for the Bruins. Anna Cockhill sank a pair of free throws with 9.8 seconds left in double OT to lift uh, Helena Capital to that one-point victory. Kane Scouture, another great performance, so good good week for her, uh, but uh, a loss for for Missoula Big Sky. Get to some more scores in a minute, but uh, tell me about that. I mean, Hellgate loses on the boys' side. Big Sky loses on the girls' side. I think there's a little bit of a silver lining there, though. I think it's really hard, if you're on a 13, 14, 15-game winning streak, to then turn that into a 20-game winning streak when it comes tournament time. Maybe better to lose now than it is when it's uh, you know a loser-go-home type of scenario. This sometimes is the best elixir for a team or a program or a community, right? Uh, when you're winning the... the I'm not even going to do my usual short story long. This is what it is. It keeps the house quiet. Sure. Now you have people who aren't talking about undefeated runs. And, right. and, and this reminds me of the team from 1967, sure, sure, 83, sure. and 95. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's Look, back to basics, boys. Back to basic, ladies. We just got our butt handed to us after kicking everyone else's. Uh, we need to refocus. It lets, it lets you know your poop does stink, right? And, and sometimes you need that loss as a reality check. Not so much like a, a punch in the eye to sit there and sulk over, but like... Hey, man, our armor's not as strong as we think. We need to get back to basics, so let's go. Well, and especially at the high school level, nobody's perfect, right? Nobody. So you're always going to be needing to work on stuff. Seems like it's easier is maybe not the right word, but it's a sharper address when you say, okay, here's the things that we've been doing poorly, even though Absolutely. we've been winning. Absolutely. We just did them poorly. We lost. Now let's fix Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Without so, a doubt. Uh, our AA Spotlight, Class AA Spotlight, presented by Grizzly Disposal. Grizzly Disposal, locally owned and operated, supporting high school sports across the Garden City and the Treasure State. Visit grizzlydisposal.com to get your free quote today. Other Thursday scores on the girls' side. Butte, much improved. They beat Helena High 61-48. Bulldogs have five conference wins and eight wins overall. They won three games all year last year, so certainly a big improvement for, for Butte. It's also a win over a good hell and a high team. They had 10 conference wins coming into it, 12-6 and six overall. So uh, maybe Butte's gaining a little momentum coming into divisionals. Uh, Hellgate had another nice win. So the Knights, after a rocky start, don't look now, but they have 10 conference wins in the West as well, 12-6 and six overall. Uh, Chloe Larson, again, uh, a big game with 14 points. And the Flathead continues to struggle after playing for the state title last year. I don't really know why Flathead is down. Just the two... Uh, Wins in the West and just five and thirteen overall. I mean, Kennedy Moore is one of the best players in the state. She was their best player last year as a junior, and she yep. still is. So I don't, I don't really know why uh, Cal's both struggling after playing for the state title a year ago. So uh, we'll see. Maybe they can turn it on during tournament time. And then Missoula Sentinels girls they beat Kalispell Glacier fifty six fifty one. Uh, Emily McAbury twenty eight points to mm. lead, lead the Spartans. Mm. She's having a, an outstanding uh, senior year. Thursday Thursday scores from the uh, boys side. Hellgate gets back on the winning side. They drill Flathead, 67-49. Zane Gilhouse was an outstanding sophomore for the Knights. He had 14 points to lead nine players in the scoring column for Hellgate. They were up 35-10 at intermission. So, uh, Coach Hayes, Jeff Hayes, he said after their loss, he said exactly what we were talking about. Hey, we got some stuff to majorly clean up. We got to get refocused. Looks like they refocused. Ten points in the first half is uh, pretty good for Hellgate uh, defensively. Big Sky, they've been a team that's... uh, been sort of growing, and they had a nice win over Capital, 57-53. Carson Tao had 21 points. Elijah Lawrence had 18 for the Eagles. Butte, Hudson Letke is one of the best players in the state. He's only a sophomore. His dad, Matt, is the coach there at Butte High, and he had a game-winning jump shot at the buzzer to lift Butte to a 52-51 win over Helena High. Letke had 23 points on the night. Jackson Lieberg, one of the best athletes in the state, period. Uh, he had 26 points for the Bengals. Uh, but that's a big win for, for Butte to move to 9-4 and four, uh, in Western AA play. And then Glacier, uh, they beat Sentinel 50-39. to 39. Wolfpack, also a team that's got some upward momentum as we're getting closer to uh, tournament time. So that's your uh, Class AA spotlight. It's proudly presented in part by Stockman Bank. Stockman Bank's Montana's brand of banking. Stockman Bank has more than 40 locations throughout the state of Montana. They are in Montana, only in Montana. And they plan on keeping it that way. Let Stockman Bank show you Montana's brand of banking. Also, I have to say thanks to Montana Imaging Center as well. Montana Imaging offers MRIs at half the price of the other guys. 
and then get you in same day or next day with short wait time on results. Visit MontanaImagingCenter.com for more information. We'll take a little bit of an early break here. Come back, Shelby Schwain, Missoula Sentinel graduate, Lady Grizz basketball player turned Bobcat track athlete. Now her best title yet, Big Sky champion. She'll join us as part of our Garden City Spotlight on the other side, plus more prep hoops from the smaller divisions of high school basketball. That's all next here on our number one. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Talking about greatness a lot around here, that's Sports Talk Radio in its essence. I got to say, for for my money, in terms of especially being a singer-songwriter, the three-album run that Stevie Wonder had in the mid-1970s. Oh, huge. He he wrote three albums in four years and one album of the year three times. That's like winning the Super Bowl three years in a row. I mean, it it is one of the great runs in the history of music. And dude was like 25 years old when he, not even 25 years old when he was doing it. And blind. (laughs) And blind, folks. Don't forget about that. Like, like, like. He played the instruments. He arranged it. He produced it. He wrote the lyrics. Oh, and yes, he's blind. And you can't see. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. I, I hope we don't take Stevie Wonder for granted. But I'm I telling. I mean, sometimes though, that's where it makes you believe in in the giftedness of humans, right? Because he certainly has. Uh, an unbelievable work ethic and passion for the music that he was creating, but he also has that in him. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, he's a prodigy. I mean, he was he was world famous when he was like twelve eight, years old. Like, little, yeah, yeah well, I mean, people don't understand like how far Stevie Wonder was a little kid. Well, he was a little little dude yeah. that then became, you know, manifested himself all the way into like current times. Like totally. I mean, his, he was on the Grammys dude, recently. Oh, one of the greats. One, one of, of the greats. One of the all hands down. Greats. And if you and if you don't agree, I don't like you anyway. See ya. Love me some Stevie Wonder. No, as now, it's been Radio Roger M. Seabrook kicking it with hey. me, Coulter Nuanas. Appreciate you for tuning in. It's time for our Garden City Spotlight. It's probably presented by the Missoula Electric Co-op. For 87 years, Missoula Electric Co-op has been proudly serving power to thousands of loyal members across western Montana and Idaho. A Missoula Sentinel grad who had an unbelievable afternoon yesterday, our guest. We're into the championship portion of the indoor track and field season. We have a Big Sky champion from in the state of Montana. A familiar name, but she hasn't joined us on the show since her high school days. But this is fun that it's come back around on the other side. We'll join now by Shelby Schwain. She's a Missoula Sentinel graduate, a senior there at Montana State, and claimed the pentathlon gold medal at the Big Sky Indoor Championships in Spokane, Washington yesterday. Shelby, good to hear from you. Congratulations uh, on the first place finish. How you doing? Thanks for taking some time. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, I'm doing pretty good. Really excited about yesterday's performance and still soaking it in. Well, let's talk about the performance first, and then we'll talk, talk about the long journey that it took you to get to this <laughs> point. Uh, yesterday, I thought that the the big swing in the, the pentathlon, for those unfamiliar, it's a five-event deal. You get it done in one day, but I thought your your awesome performance in the high jump was the thing that really gave you the upper hand, and then you were able to close it out. But when you hit the 5.8 the plus, I mean, that must have felt so good. Just take us through the jump and, and uh, just take us through how much you think that helped you know, sort of put you in the lead and, and keep you in the lead. Yeah, you know, it started out with the hurdles, and I finished my hurdle race, uh, not exactly what I was hoping for, so I went into high jump with the mentality that this is where I 
needed to hit a PR and overall score lots of points and where it was going to make the difference for the rest of the pentathlon. Um, and I, yeah, I came in and started hitting bars. It was honestly my third day uh, practicing high jump. I've been uh, battling shin splints for a while, so it's been a tricky event to practice just because the takeoff leg is the one that always bugs me with my shins. So went in with not a ton of practice, but had my mentality set right, knew what I was capable of accomplishing, and I just executed. I, you know, hit some good bars, and then I came in at, uh, well, when I hit the 5-7 bar, that was a, PR for me, uh, all-time PR, and I also had two college bests in that meet. And then I had some good looks at the 5.8, didn't quite make it, but overall it was a big swing for me in that pentathlon, and just, yeah, the high jump felt really good. It was what I needed. Well, certainly, it's fascinating to me with multi-athletes, especially the ones that, that come up in Montana, because there's not really multi-athletes until you get to the collegiate level. And, you know, various multi-athletes have various different types of strengths when they get to the college mm-hmm. level. But you were you know, state champion high jumper uh, during your days at Missoula Sentinel. So uh, it, it sort of seems like that there was a baseline there. It, were you tapping into that? And how much just having such uh, high jump prowess before helps you uh, in that event now? Oh, 100% I was tapping into that. I mean, that was my mentality going in was tapping into old high school Shelby who was jumping 5'7". Um, even though I haven't had the physical reps in practice and the training underneath me, I mean, I've had the mental reps because I've done it in the past and just lots of visualization and tapping into that, that spot that I used to be in a few years ago. And it really helped me <laughs> jump high and get what I needed to do. Well, then that, you, you go through and you have a, a nice shot put in there, but you get all the way to the end, and, and that 800 meters at the end is always such a grueling thing. But then you, and, and you know, you, you know what you have to do to, to get it done and, and stay in first place. So take us through the race and, and just take us through when you're coming down the stretch and it's kind of sinking in. Hey, I, I'm a big sky champion. <laughs> yeah, I went into the eight just knowing that I uh, had to uh, beat Hannah Tate, um, hopefully stay ahead of all the other girls too. Uh, kind of played it safe a little in the beginning, didn't get out super good, kind of got stuck in the pack and then started making moves later on and then was able to lead it through the last lap and pushed it as hard as I could and coming down that home stretch, I didn't have anybody right behind me or coming up next to me, so I knew it was mine and crossing the finish line, I was just elated and so excited and proud of all my hard work finally paying off. It felt really good. Well, it's a great story. One of the great stories in Montana going right now. And we're so happy for you here at ESPN Radio. You're listening to Juana's now here uh, on 1029 ESPN, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV, and the ESPN uh, MT app. Well, let's talk about this journey because, as I mentioned, you came on the show a couple times back in your high school days, but that's been a little while. And then it's been this uh, wide, long journey filled with knee injuries and, and trying basketball and having that not work out and transferring from Montana to Montana State. So uh, just tell people from your perspective. I mean, first of all, just tell people about all the stuff you've gone through. I think five knee surgeries is what I read. Incredible. Uh, but yeah. just take people through the, what this last several years have been like and how you ended up settling on the other side, uh, getting to Montana State and, and uh, pursuing track and field once again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, some background on me, I guess. I've been battling injuries ever since I was a sophomore in high school. That was when I had my first ACL tear. And then since then, I was I haven't been healthy. Honestly, I haven't been healthy since I was a junior in high school. Um, senior year of high school and also college, I was battling my knees, um, playing basketball. And then when I decide, uh, when basketball was done and I wanted to switch it up, I was very lucky that uh, Coach Lyle Weiss and Tom Idle brought me to Montana State and gave me a chance to compete at this level. And knees were healthy once I started doing track, but then my shin splints popped up. And I've had the worst shin splints for the past two years. So been battling that and this year is finally the healthiest I've been since I was a junior in high school so a lot of hard work and determination over the past couple years finally paying off um, just to get back to where I know I'm capable of competing and get the training under uh, training I needed underneath me to just be able to put five events together Um, but yeah it's been a long road lots of ups and downs with uh, lots of struggles and obstacles and setbacks but nonetheless I've persevered and really learned what you know motivation and hard work every day in and day out mean and what I need to do to get back to what I know I'm capable of achieving. Did, did you miss track when you were away from the sport? You know, I did. I always loved track growing up. Um, I definitely have a very special connection with my dad in track, something we'd always do growing up, you know, go to the track together and work on high jump or other events. So that's a really special bond that we have that's been brought back. Um, and something that I didn't realize how much I did miss it until I started doing track again. 
and overall, you know, it's just such a different sport. Uh, being an individual sport, you don't have as much of the team aspect or, you know, the close games or, you know, the buzzer beaters. It's a lot different in that sense, but there's also a lot of reward in track and field with, you know, being an individual event, knowing that it's kind of all on you to be the one to, you know, take home the gold or maybe not get what you want out of the day. But overall, track and field has been something that I've really missed, and I'm finding my love for it again, and I'm really happy to be back competing. Well, it's so awesome. And what you just said there is why I love track and field, because (laughs) it's all about bringing your best when your best is needed. And if you do, at the very end of the day, you're competing against yourself and then everybody else. And I just think it's it's such a great mental challenge. So, uh, I mean, how are you able to sort of focus that part of it? I mean, how are you able to rise to the occasion? Because a lot of times when it comes to the championship time, if you don't perform your best, it, it all goes away. But you, you did it yesterday. So how are you able to sort of channel mm-hmm. that competitive mentality? Yeah, the competitive mentality in track and field is huge. In my opinion, it's almost even more important than the physicality. I mean, you need the training and the physical component, but at the end of the day, you need to be very mentally tough and mentally strong to be able to compete, especially in a multi. Um, The biggest thing I have when I go in is one event at a time. You know, it's really easy to get ahead of yourself and start thinking about how good things could go and start predicting the future. And on the other side, you know, you have a bad event and you start going down a rabbit hole of, oh my gosh, I'm not going to, you know, get the score I wanted or this and this could happen. So you really got to just stay in the moment and take it one event at a time. You can't get ahead of yourself. So yeah, I just got to come in locked in um, and focus on what you're doing one bar at a time, one jump at a time and just power it through. Shelby Schwain here on Nuana's Now ESPN Radio. She is a recently crowned Big Sky Conference champion in the pentathlon yesterday at the Big Sky Indoor Championships uh, in Spokane. You mentioned the, the connection with your father as well. Of course, he coached track at the University of Montana for more than a decade, but he himself is an all-time great Bobcat track athlete as well. And I was, I was skimming through the record books, and I only went back to about the late 80s. But over the last, you know, 35 to 40 years, I couldn't find another set of, uh, you know, father, son, father, daughter, you know, second generation that were both Big Sky Conference champions. So that's that's pretty cool that you get to share it with him. But he himself, a great high jumper, great pole vaulter, great decathlete. So um, I'm sure he was so proud of you. Just tell us about that moment uh, when you heard from her and got to touch base with your dad after winning yesterday. Oh, yeah, that was one of my favorite parts of my day, honestly getting to see both my parents and my sister. Um, I just have such a great family who supports me through everything and have been a big part of this journey and helping me uh, get to where I'm at today. But I just remember hugging them afterwards and just knowing how proud they were of me and how proud I was of myself and just overall getting to share that victory with them was so special. Well, it certainly is, and it's, it's so great, and uh, I'm sure your mom's so proud of you as well. Uh, last couple of things for you, then. I, I know that, uh, I, I, so, so tell me, are you done for the, this meet, then? Will you compete in any, any individual events, or, or are you just going to be cheering on your teammates? Yeah, I am done. Like I said, just the shin slunts have been tough for me, so I'm yeah. still working through those. They're, I'm pretty beat up today, um, so I'm just taking the rest of the meet off to recover and get ready for outdoor and what's next. And you bet I'll be cheering on my teammates. We got Nico finishing out his uh, heptathlon today, so we're cheering him on in the pole vault as we speak currently. And I'm excited to see the rest of my team compete the rest of this weekend and hopefully see some great performances. Yeah, well, that last thing for you, then, I mean, it's going to be an awesome meet. And, uh, of course, Montana State expected to do big things on both the men's uh, and the women's side. So uh, what are you looking forward to watching? And uh, it should be fun for you to to get to cheer on your teammates as uh, you guys have some pretty high projections coming into this thing. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously the top dogs in the conference and in the nation, NAU. So just getting a chance, you know, to compete against them is awesome and hopefully knock on the door and at least give them a run for their money and maybe even upset them. You know, we'll see what will happen, but we have a shot and we just got to take it, you know, one event at a time and see what points we can put together. But I'm just really excited to see this jump squad compete. You know, we've been training all season and had a coaching change mid-season and practices have been looking really good and everybody's been peaking and I think we're going to see some good marks. Congratulations again. Thanks so much for taking some time today uh, to talk with us, but to proud of you. That's an awesome accomplishment. Thanks so much for being here. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me on and thanks for the support. I really appreciate it. Shelby Swain, what a great story. It's awesome. Five knee surgeries? Are you kidding me? The best part of that whole interview was when she, was when she said she practiced high jumping three times and then I jumped five eight. To put that in perspective, 5'8 would place individually in the high jump, let alone the absolute, by far, top mark amongst the pentathletes. Uh, unbelievable athlete. And uh, really happy for her because she's gone through it the last five years. 
And uh, come back out on the other side, get a gold medal. Pretty darn good. So Garden City Spotlight is probably presented by the Montana Educators Credit Union. MECU, big enough to provide you with the same consumer products as larger institutions, but small enough to know your specific needs. The Montana Educators Credit Union is invested in our community, supporting high school sports across the Garden City. Switch to MECU today, an equal opportunity housing lender and NCUA insured. It's Noah's Dow, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Attack talk some more high school sports outside the AA level on the other side. Don't change that dial. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio. Today's playlist brought to you uh, by the fact that we just decided last week that Bill Withers is just amazing, painfully underrated as well. Though he's like the Gladys Knight of like male vocalists. Totally, like the top five Bill Withers tracks: "Ain't No Sunshine," "Stand by Me," that song, "Beautiful Day," "Lovely Day," "Lovely me. Day." I mean, "Lovely Day." So good, man. So good. Oh, velvety, dulcet tones. And just funky music to boot. Like, it sends no the lyrics just just booger-picking funk. <laughs> Gotta love it. Go on, it's Dow ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the uh, ESPN MT app. Take a look at our uh, some of the smaller high school tournaments that are going on. I shouldn't say smaller. Other divisions besides AA. Talk to all things Class AA right off the top. It's our prep extra Slash our Bitterroot Breakdown, presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank, enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. We'll start with Class A, because that's where a variety of the, of the majority of the Bitterroot high schools uh, reside. And then we'll get to some of the other ones as well. But to, just giving some Farmer State Bank some love, because they've been so good to us. The Class A Western uh, A tournament is being held at the uh, Butte Civic Center. So here's a rundown of what's been going down. Yesterday, the tournament got kicked off. Columbia Falls beat Dillon 51-49, so that was a good one. Hamilton, uh, they win 59-49 over Ronan, so the Bronx still one of the teams to beat. Butte Central uh, in their home city, but not their home court. That's the MAC, uh, but this is at the Civic Center. Uh, Central beats Big Fork 71-55, and then Browning beats Frenchtown 71-55. They lose her out this morning. Dillon stays alive. They send Ronan home. They win 50-42. Frenchtown also stays alive. They beat Big Fork 52-35. And then the games that are uh, underway, uh, the latest update at least I could find from the Hamilton-Columbia Falls semifinal, Hamilton's up 1, 31-30. And then the uh, later semifinal will be, be between Browning and Butte Central uh, a little later on this evening. Western A girls from the Civic Center. Uh, yesterday morning, Browning routes Hamilton 68-37. Frenchtown blasts Ronan 66 to 40. Dillon beats French uh, beats Columbia Falls, excuse me, 52-31. Big Fork. Big Fork is an absolute juggernaut. This is amazing. The Big Fork went undefeated and ran rough shot through Class B last year. They move up to Class A. They're is equally as dominant. It's it's pretty impressive. That's what happens when you have multiple Division One players on your team, though. That's gonna help you no matter what classification of uh High school basketball you're in in Montana. You know what I would love to do, uh, as we always talk about things on and off air, it'd be really interesting to see the demographics of when the influx of COVID, like which towns were impacted the most by population. Interesting. Because what, I, what I've noticed is that there are certain towns that had big boons during a population influx, and it has changed the landscape of their sporting programs. Uh, Manhattan Christian is a good example of that. Uh, you, you, had a, you had a large influx of people to there. Manhattan's gotten better at sports. Overall, uh, the Bozeman schools, large influx of population of people moving yeah, there. It's interesting. Uh, those schools have gotten better. So it'd be, it'd be interesting. We should. It'd be interesting, Colter, for us to do maybe a five-year case study yeah. of how high school sports have been impacted due to COVID. Like it has changed drastically. Girls basketball has gotten better. Football has gotten better. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that is due to influx and 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 change of population um in in big cities and in some of our smaller towns. Totally. Uh, due to being able to move to places population like that. Population growth and population redistribution in a lot Absolutely. of cases. Absolutely. Uh, Reallocation, well. if you will. Yeah. 
Uh, Big Fork, though, led by the Gunlock sisters and their moms, the coach. This is also just a, sort of a team in the making, a family affair for Big Sam. But they dr- the whole point is that they drill Corvallis 68-17 yes. oh, to move on uh, in the Western A tournament. Uh, semifinals tonight, Browning versus Frenchtown, 630, and then Dillon versus Big Fork at 8. Uh, loser out from uh, earlier today. Ronan sends Hamilton home, 51-36. See ya. And then uh, Columbia Falls, they send Corvallis home, 61-29. So uh, on the girls' side, no Bitterroot teams advance uh, at the Western A. Uh, in the Eastern A, here's how it's looking. This is being played at uh, Metra in Billings. Miles City beats Laurel, 55-31. Billings Central beats Sydney, 54-33. Haver, who's the, uh, have won four out of the last five, including three Rasheed. in a row, uh, Class A Girls State Championships. They beat Harden 54-48. And then Lockwood beats Lewistown 55-38. Loser out this morning. Laurel stays live 63-44 over Sydney. And Harden beats uh, Lewistown 62-48. So the semifinals for the Eastern A on the girls' side, Miles City building Central. And then Haver uh, versus Lockwood. Lockwood's another example of sort of population redistribution. There was a sort of a, a growth a little bit outside of Billings. They had to build a new high school. And Lockwood's gotten, especially in girls sports, pretty good pretty quick. Buddy, gives credence to Just call me the guru, baby. It's, Give me that crystal ball. It, I got you. It's interesting, too, because forever, like, if anybody that's from Helena, you know that Helena and East Helena are two different towns. And people, oh, totally people different towns. People that are from East Helena say, I'm from East Helena. Yeah. But a lot of times, the East Helena kids forever used to go to Helena High. Yeah. Well, now there's a high school in East Helena. So now the East Helena yeah. guys just go to... He's <laughs> so that's another uh, sort of impact uh, it, it, like we're talking about here. Uh, on the eastern side in A on the boys' side, Lewistown, uh, the defending state champs, they beat Harden 51-49. Glendive gets past Lockwood 58-49. Haver beats East Helena 67-55. And Billing Central beats Miles City 58-43. Harden ends Lockwood season 67-64 and loser out. And then Miles City sends East Helena home 48-38. Lewistown up 30-11 on Glendive at halftime, and then Haver Building Central will play tonight uh, in the Eastern A. Don't have time to necessarily go through all the Bs and Cs, so we'll give you the Western B real quick. The most important, right here, local. Start where, hit home where the money is, baby. It's uh, just right up the way from where we're at right now. They're they're playing this thing up at the uh, Sailor Scrutiny College there in Pablo. Beautiful court. So uh, just a little ways away from where we sit here uh, in Missoula. Uh, Western B girls, St. Ignatius, all over Deer Lodge, 53-12. to 12. Ouch. Anaconda, one of the teams to beat in this tournament. Uh, they beat Eureka, 69-43. Loyola, who is the team to beat in this tournament, uh, they beat Plain, 67-26. Ooh-wee! And Florence Carlton, they beat uh, Thompson Falls, 62-42. This morning, uh, loser out. Eureka beats Deer Lodge, 58-52. So the Warden's going home. Eureka stays alive. Thompson Falls also stays alive, 53-34 over Plains. So that's your semifinals this evening. St. Ignatius versus Anaconda. Should be a good game. And then Loyola versus Florence. A little rivalry. Oh, Spencer Laird and good old Geo Horner and the girls are they're taking it, man. Let's just let's just get let's just give it to them. <laughs> I'm ready to give it to them. Let's go. And uh, the Western B boys, Loyola scores. Sometimes I just feel bad for the other team, man. It's like their scores are like watching the first three weeks of college football. I mean, they, that's what those scores look like. Their margin of victory this year, on average, through 19 games, is 41 uh, points. And it got expanded yesterday as they beat St. Ignatius 86-17. to 17. Son. Come on. That's like, that's like <laughs> Florida State versus Middle Tennessee State. That's right? what the score would be. For At sure, half. For sure. Florence Carlton beats Thompson Falls 59-54. Eureka beats Arlie barely at 68-67. That's a little bit of an upset. Arlie's certainly one of the, the top contenders. Then Anaconda, they beat Plains 58-22. Loser out this morning from the Western B-Boys. Thompson Falls beats St. Ignatius 76-59. Or at least stays alive, they kill Plains 82-53. Halftime between Loyola and Florence Carlton 51-27. The Rams all over the Falcons. And the winner of that game will play Eureka and Anaconda winner. So uh, Loyola already ripped Anaconda in the district championship game. If there's a rematch, that'll be a little bit of a shot at redemption for the Copperheads, but it has not gone well. <laughs> Anaconda is the second best team from their district and probably the second best team in the West uh, in Class B. 
And they lost the district championship game by 45. If they get Loyola again, I mean, at this point, I don't know how you could possibly want to play Loyola. I mean, they went, they ran the table last year. They're about to run the table again this year. And most of these guys aren't even seniors. That's like running into the wall head first over and over and wondering why your head hurts. Right? Like, it's just the buzzsaw known as Ethan Stack and Company at this point. For sure. And, like, not only are they just playing high octane smart basketball, but you can see the scheme within. They're also being coached at a very high level. Uh, there, there are very little mistakes. Everything's very efficient. There's a lot of selfless play. And even when they look, are even when guys like Ethan have to be selfish, he's still doing it at a really selfless at a selfless play. Like it's it's incredible to watch how these young guys are playing. Like it is truly the epitome of what what team sports should be. Um, it's like watching it's like watching a hand function at a high level. All the For finger, sure. all the fingers in the palms are are, are are working together. So, uh, tip to the hat uh, to the boys wearing red, white, and blue over there off of California and First Street. Um, it's awesome. It's awesome. And I think it's good for the city, too. It definitely is. I would love yes, to sir. see the revival of the Big 32, the tournament they used to have where all the all, different oh, teams could yeah. I mean, how sweet would that be? Like, oh, dude. a little Hellgate Loyola crossover. I would love you know? that. That would be like, so much fun. Big Sky, Big Fork girls. Like, that would be sweet, you know? Because some of those games, would there would be some upsets. Oh, no doubt. And that's the thing is, like, the classification size matters in, in certain sports. But in basketball, it's way less. It, I think it... Because if you have, like, six or seven good players, you you can compete with you're anybody. Gonna run, you're going to run. And, like, Big Fork girls have six or seven big dude, good players. Good. You know, Loyola's girls have five or six really good players. Absolutely. That can, that can play anywhere. So. Say, uh, uh, Havers in the same boat. No doubt. No yes, doubt. sir. Yes, that sir. That would be super fun if we could bring that back. I don't know how or who we need to talk to, but uh, certainly would be killer. Dwaz Dow, ESPN Radio. Guys, I thanks to our friends at Palmer's Drug for their continued support of high school sports in and around uh, Montana, Missoula and Montana. Palmer's Drug, they can, uh, your, they can send... All your supplements, your wellness products, right to your doorstep. They have a full script portal on their website. So if you need your your proteins, your vitamin C, your omega-3s, like all your little things that we all do to, to stay healthy, Palmer's Drug, you can get basically a subscription to those, a subscription from a prescription. How about that? But you go to palmersdrug.com and just click on the full script and you can check out all the various healthcare products they have, top quality supplements and wellness products delivered right to your door. Visit palmersdrug.com to find out more. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. We're going to go straight wild. West side, blind side, all the above. We don't know what we're talking about. That's the best part. Next, keep it right here. CSPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.